but uh, you know, we came in the rank the week ranked twenty five. Probably won't be there anymore. I don't know. You lost to like the number two team in the country on the road. Yeah, and on a questionable ending too. True, but I don't know. Do the do voters across the country really look at that? I don't know. It's the, it's We've the seen a- the AP voters. No, I, I, it's the AP poll. Yeah, they can they could vote how they feel if they're like. I don't know. If I had a vote, I think the Tigers stay right around that 25 range, 24, 25. Yeah. Maybe like first couple teams out. Tate? I don't know. Like, I'd vote for us, but I am 100% prepared to get no respect and be unranked, unfortunately. Yeah, I am prepared for that, too. Just because we dropped off so much in the past couple of weeks, they're probably like, oh, they're still losing. Whatever. Well, we're, we are right in the middle of like our hardest stretch. They don't care. I don't know. Devil's advocate, I guess. Yeah. Well, we're sitting at seventeen and six, seven and three in the SEC. Last week we beat UGA pretty handedly. I think it was the best we've looked, at least in the new year. It was the most points we've scored all season. I know that for a fact. Yeah. Six. Wow. Yeah. So we beat them by I think twenty one. Dominated them from start to finish. We scored forty points in the first half since December second against Colgate which I thought was going to be a big deal, and then we scored 50 in the second half. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, whatever. Janai went crazy. Almost had a 20-20 game. 19 points, 18 rebounds. Good stuff, Janai. Yeah. Week getting, in, week out. Getting work done in the paint. Yeah, he is our most consistent player. Yeah, I don't think that's even even questionable. He will come in and, and do his, he'll play his role every yeah, game. every game. I wish we could give him a bigger role, but I mean, how much bigger does it get than 19 and 18? Alan Flanagan had 22 points against the Bulldogs. Good you know, my favorite. He has his games. Um, I don't know. My the Tennessee game is just too fresh on my brain to even think about anything else, really. Yeah, I want to. I want to take this time to be like positive about the UGA game because uh, that's the one I watched. I didn't even watch the Tennessee game. I was I was working. I couldn't watch it. We shot over 50% as a team against UGA. That's another good good point. Yeah, we did not do that against well, Tennessee. Yeah, we did not do that against Tennessee. So, yeah, let's just get into the Tennessee game. They came in ranked second. We knew it was going to be a big game. They lost earlier that week to Florida, so we knew they were going to come in with, you know, a little chip on their shoulder probably. Didn't even seem like that. Both teams shot horribly through the whole game. When it ends, both teams have under 50 points. Something sums up. I ain't watched a basketball game like that in a long time where both teams just refused to score time in and time out. Like, the defense was good, you know, but there was certainly just wide-open shots that were just getting missed on a consistent basis. Yeah. That's... Yeah, good defense is only going to do so much. We're shooting uh, 11% from three for a reason that because uh, we cannot shoot threes. Yeah, that's a it, – it was as low as, like, six or seven at points in that game, too. And we kept throwing them up. Yeah, I don't understand. Uh, Wendell hit two threes the whole game. One of them was from the logo. He, they, uh, he hit it on like the E in Tennessee, yeah. the first E. And that was after, I think, nine straight minutes of not scoring a single bucket. Yeah, we hadn't had anything, and he just stood at the logo, shot it, and that went in. And he could have probably done that the rest of the game. We might have scored more points than, than we did. Yeah, but instead he shot uh, two for nine from three. The other three came to um, to bring us within three uh, at the end with thirty yeah. seconds left or so, and then you know the infamous no call. So, what do you guys think about that one? I mean, I mean, it seems like they just blatantly missed it. 
I think that, of course, it was a foul, but there was a call earlier in the game that uh, Wendell had got called for flopping in a very similar manner. And so that's the only thing I could think of is that they had seen his, his flop earlier in the game, and they're like, oh, he's just doing it again at the at the buzzer trying to get free throws. Yeah, um, I was deep in the comment section of a couple of the Tennessee posts about the game. And I think their their like official Instagram win post was like, comment your favorite ugly win cliche. And, you know, the fans were in the comments, a win's a win. But something they were all saying, they were like, he got called for flop, you know, just, just yeah. as you were saying. And he, you know, I'm not going to say he had been doing it, but all the Tennessee people are going to tell you he had been doing it consistently throughout the game. And on an unrelated note, a lot of Tennessee fans are very displeased that uh, their donors don't show up courtside, and so they have empty courtside seats. You know, just something to think about, something to think about. That's funny. Their donors don't show up courtside, and so they're empty. <laughs> they just want them to put students, like, you know, by the court, I guess, which yeah. makes sense. I don't know. That might be dangerous for player safety if we put the wrong students oh, there. The wrong Tennessee students, no less. Yeah, they'd be like they'll get to throwing, <laughs> throwing like hay haymakers on the players when they're inbound on the ball. Yeah, uh, I got to take some time to give my sincerest apologies to Katie Johnson uh, over the UGA game. I told him that he couldn't do anything this week uh, or last Monday, and then he came out and scored 13 against UGA, looked decent, and then scored 10 against Tennessee. And uh, when you score 43 points in a game, 10 is a big amount. Yeah, was that the team high or? Because I know a lot of like I saw the like the team highs and a lot of it was like eight points, seven points. I was like, that's that's proof that that was not a good game. Yeah, the team high was Janai with eleven. He also had nine rebounds. Who was their team high? Their team high was Josiah Jordan James with fifteen. But they also came in the game with three guys averaging over ten points a game, and he's the only one that had double digit points. So you know. We we shut down some guys. The Kai Ziegler didn't hit a shot, which he's one of the one of their bigger names. Um, but yeah, it was just an awful game. I don't know how you don't call that foul. I mean, I guess if you set the precedent earlier in the game, but he's in his landing zone. Yeah, I think the only argument they have for that not being a foul is that Wendell didn't try to pull put his feet down. He like tried to wrap around the defender with his legs as he was falling. And I think he said something on, like, Twitter about yeah, it. Yeah, I was like, trying to pull the tweet. What am I supposed to do, twist my ankles? No, I, and that's I, a great point. Yeah. I just saw people, the thing that they were saying was that he jumped into him and the defender was trying to go up, like, vertical. But, you know, I disagree, but. Yeah, I know the big thing I've seen is a lot of people comparing it to the, the foul in the final four. Yeah, we don't have to get into that. Yeah. That's just a I think this is more of a foul than that was. I'd have to watch them both. Back it's just back, a little too personal done. to get into this yeah. right now. <laughs> but yeah, Wendell Green said, rather wrap my legs than land and roll my ankles with a couple crying emojis. Oh. Yeah. And then said, okay, I'm done. On to the next. No. The players were active after this one. Yeah, on they social uh, media. They did not like what happened. And reasonably so. So this week we have at Texas A&M on Tuesday, so tomorrow at 6 p.m. That's on ESPN2. That's going to be a tough one. Yeah, that's a team we've already lost to once this year. Yeah, and uh, they beat us knocked here. Knocked out in the SEC tournament last year. Um, yeah, they've got our number a little bit. They're a huge team. 
Yeah. And we are super athletic. Um, a little yeah. smaller. Yeah, we are a little smaller. Anything to add about that one, Tate? I don't know. I mean, we kind of have some luck against some of these bigger teams. Like, I saw something where it was the average size of or the average height of an Arkansas player was taller than the average height of an NBA player. And, you know, we got business done against them. But obviously, you know, we were all in. We were all in Neville together when we fell to A&M. So that'll be a tough one. But I don't know. Who's to say, really? I mixed feelings about this team right now. Lot, lot still unknown at this point. Yeah, one of the things we do know, and I forgot to put this in my rundown, so I'm bringing it up now, is we got two big recruits this past week for we basketball. Uh, Pettiford, I believe. Yeah, from New Jersey. From New Jersey, he's a he's a, a good guard. Mm-hmm. Five slash four star, depending on who you ask. I think five is 24-7 composite, and then some other people have him as a four-star. But it doesn't matter. One of our better recruits ever. And I cannot remember the name of the other guy coming in. Are they both from Jersey? No. The second guy is from Alabama, I think. Oh, I think okay. he's a Alabama. I think he's the best player in like Alabama, oh, like Alabama wow. Mr. Basketball. But I could be like completely lying to you. Yeah, right I now. think it's one of Bruce's first commits from Alabama, too. That's interesting. Besides all, you know. The walk-on gang that's all yeah. like Oak Mountain. And yeah, besides the such. walk-on game, and I think Wiley was the was his only, like, scholarship, Alabamian. Is that even correct? Alabamian? Yes. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not from here. <laughs> LeBaron Phylon. LeBaron Phylon, yeah. People say he's going to be really good. Yeah, he's the number one player in Alabama. He's a guard? Yes. He's from Mobile. How tall is he? Probably short. I think he's four eleven. He's six foot four. Four eleven. Six foot four. Five eleven. I know the other guy's yeah, five eleven. The other guy is five eleven. This guy's six four. Six four? Okay. Six four is not bad. Cool. A little, little bigger. Bigger for a Bruce Pearl guard. But they're not coming in until the twenty twenty four year, so we'll yeah. be gone. That's the new Alan Flanagan. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> there will never be another. But yeah, Tahad Pettiford is ranked twenty second in the country. He's the third best point guard and is the second best player in the state. And then LeBaron, LeBaron, Phylon is the 41st best player nationally and the best player in Alabama, like you just said. So cool recruiting class coming in. Sunday, uh, Alabama comes to town for the Outlive Cancer game. That's always a fun one, always a big one. Mm-hmm. They and like it, to do it up. With college game day coming in, too. Yeah, college game day, too. That one's Saturday at 1 p.m. on ESPN. So that's a big, big event. For Saturday, it's a big event and just a a big weekend for Auburn sports in general. Mm-hmm. With number one South Carolina women's game on Thursday. Yeah, we'll uh, get to that. We'll get to we'll that. Get to that. We'll get to that. <laughs> okay, I'll stop talking then. No, keep going. And then, well, you know, then you got gymnastics with LSU and and Livy yeah, Dunn on ones. Friday night, and I'm, I assume everyone's gonna be camping out then. So that'll probably be a mess, but it'll be a fun mess. People, yeah, people will be camping out for. Gymnastics, and then might as well not even let us leave the arena for the next game the next yeah. day. Let us sleep on the floor or something. Yeah, for real. Ooh, that'd be fun. Keep the concession stands open. Uh, There's some bathrooms. It's a fun little idea. Yeah, I know UF did that in the 90s, but I don't know. Listen, anyone 90s else does anymore. That. We're having yeah, like a no. church lock in. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The concession stand will be open. Ooh. So at this mark in the season, a lot of people are. Showing their doubts. A lot of people are like, hey, 
cut this team some slack. What do you guys think our floor and our ceiling is for the rest of the men's basketball season? You can take this one first, Tate. Uh, floor, I think, I don't know. Floor, we lose first round in March Madness, you know? Yeah. I would say. Yeah, floor to me is probably first round losses in the SEC tournament and March Madness. The ceiling, I don't know. Maybe we go to the third round. Sweet 16? Maybe. Like, if we really pull it together, our ceiling, you know? I think we could maybe do something. I think our ceiling is Elite Eight, but that's like the culmination. All the stars are yeah. behind. We're doing the 365 day grind, not the, yeah. not oh. the 30 day grind. Do the whole calendar? Yeah, like? do the whole calendar. Okay. So, I think. Did our floor? I think our truly our floor is that we missed the tournament. Like that would be remarkable. We have that a, would really we have be a something. difficult yeah. stretch yeah, up ahead. Have, I think we'd have to lose like every game. I think we would too. But I mean, if this if we're talking floor, and we just go on a crazy losing skid against these tough SEC teams, and like go into the SEC tournament and don't do jack, and just lose in the first round of the SEC tournament, I think there's a very good case that we don't make. The tournament. Yeah. If we get, like, two wins the rest of the regular season and, you know, losing the tournament. Yeah, we're sitting at 17 wins right now, so the magic number's 20 for you? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. You could probably get in 18, 19 and squeeze in as, like, a like a 12. Yeah. But at what point with those lower seats, you're going to have some automatic qualifiers. Yeah. So do you put them higher than us or do you just knock us out because someone's got to be the 12, 13, 14 seeds? And might as well give it to whoever the, wins these little the bummy qualifiers. Yeah, the automatic qualifiers for conferences you don't hear of until March. I don't know. I don't know how bad are we losing these games? It really then, depends. You know? I guess it's it's quality of looks, and because we don't have any, we don't have any huge quad one road wins. I know that we've got some some not great losses. We've got some good losses. But we've got like I know Northwestern eventually got elevated to a quad one at some point, but they're yeah. they've since gone down in Big Ten play. Yeah. But Tennessee's not a bad loss. No, Tennessee's not a bad loss at all. I mean, we've got we've got some good losses. Mm-hmm. Uh bad loss is probably UGA. Yeah. But then you also show with the reve- like the revenge the game. The revenge game where we yeah. That there's improvement well, there. We should really probably beat Texas A and M, you know? Yeah, well, I think that we, should probably be something that we we yeah, try we, to do. <laughs> well I hope we try. Uh, real quick, before we go into this two-minute PSA break, I'm going to do my player power rankings. It hasn't changed again. Jani Broom at number one. Are you really surprised that I keep him at number one? He plays week in, week out. Number two, Wendell Green. And then number three, Jalen Williams, for my favorite players on the team. But we'll be right back heading into this two-minute PSA break. You're listening to The Report Card on Weagle 91.1 FM. And we're back. Uh... Just finished talking about men's basketball. Let's get to the women's side of it real quick. Last week, we beat Florida to win three SEC games in a row for the first time in a couple of years, like you were saying yeah. during the break, Colin. I think I w- it, it was six. So first time in six years six that we've years. won three games in a row, three SEC games. Yeah, Florida was the first one Monday, and we kind of gave a little preview uh, last week. We were like, yeah, we should probably win that one. And look at that. We were right. We won by 11, 66 to 55. Carissa Richardson led the team in scoring with 15 points and earned SEC Freshman of the Week for her efforts. So good for her. Congratulations, Carissa. Yay. Yeah. 
And then the next game of the week against Arkansas to put us at four SEC wins in a row, comeback bid, falls short. We were down by 15 points at some point in the third and brought it all the way back and ended up losing by three to Arkansas. Troubleshooting from three from the free throw line. The free throw line especially, watching that game, um, we had a chance to, to win at the end. There was a, We got a technical foul with like seven seconds left, down three, and I forget who we sent to the line. It might have been Jayla Johnson, but uh, she misses both technical free throws, and then we, you know, we get the ball back. So that would have been a great chance to, to get to and then get a bucket at the very end of the game. And there were, there were more chances before that. We just kept missing free throws in the fourth especially, but it was a problem all game. Yeah. Um, the, the refs in that game, it was, it was a little interesting. I'm not sure I would agree with most of their calls, but it was bad all around. It wasn't just a one-sided thing. It was just a tough game. Yeah, it's one of those games where you look at it and it's like the refs did have something to do with it at the end. You can't blame it on them. But you refs. can't blame the refs when you played for four whole quarters and you shot, what, 13% from three? Yeah, no. Or seven. We shot seven Ooh. from three. Uh, they shot 14%. We went one for 14. They've been practicing with the men's team. <laughs> yeah, maybe the the team switched balls this week on accident or something. The men uh, were using the women's weighted ones, and the women were using the men's weighted. Yeah, but you were uh, free throw percentage. You were right, fifty one point nine percent from free throws. Yeah, no, you got to make those. You have, especially to. down in the clutch time. You can't you can't miss both free throws on a technical foul with seven seconds left down three. No, that's simple. You're gonna lose the game if you do that. You got to at least hit one. Yeah. At least one. Give yourself an, an opportunity to foul the other team and get the ball. Well, we we were getting the ball back after she had the free throws because it was a technical foul on an inbound pass. So we we were inbounding to run our final play, and you know try to like tie the game and go into overtime. And one of the Arkansas players like made a crazy intentional foul, and they gave her a tech for it. Mm. And so we had two free throws, and we were going to get the ball back. Then how did we give it right back to him? I don't know. If we got the ball. Because I'm looking at the play-by-play, and I didn't mm-hmm. watch the game. I'll be honest. Uh, it says turnover by team. We probably so threw the ball away. We probably just threw the ball away? Okay. So, yeah, there's another uh, brain fart. But, yeah, anything else on this women's team or no? Uh, no. This week we have the number one team in the country come to town. That's scary. Yeah, they just got in a, like a dog fight with UConn, but also UConn's ranked six and only had two losses on the season. Yeah, and we do not, we are not ranked six. I think if you're going to dog fight with UConn women basketball, it shows you you're pretty good in basketball. <laughs> Perhaps, but um, yeah, it, yes. it might be a tough game for our, yeah. our women's team on. So Thursday. that's in Neville Arena on Thursday at seven. And then we travel up to Tuscaloosa for Bama on Sunday at 4. So, I mean, hopefully, upset alert. But I wouldn't be too too sure of that. They beat us earlier in the season at home, too. Bama, Bama did. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, moving on to gymnastics, much more teams to pay attention to. Also played Bama in the past week. Ranked fifth coming into this week still. Record, I'm going to say, even though it doesn't matter, we're 3-4. and four. But the record really doesn't matter. It comes down to scores. Yeah. Um, last week, technically lost to Alabama. 
197.85 to 197.7. We led through three frames, three Three. events. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, bam, on the floor. They didn't have a person get under a 9.9. Yeah. Um, I know there were four gymnasts that had better scores than uh, Darian Goburn, which, you know, that's always questionable. I don't know. I trust Darian on the floor, Mm -hmm. I suppose. But, um... No, they had a lot. Alabama had a lot of gymnasts uh, score career highs, mm-hmm. and so they had like one of their best meets. Period. Yeah, because we tied our our season high for score. Like we had, we went out and we had a good meet. It's just Bama was better. Yeah, no, and that's how it is in gymnastics. It's not like we could do anything to keep them from scoring. So that's why I don't think score matters in gymnastics because we can't do anything on defensively. You know. Yeah. It's different like that, but yeah, people didn't like the judges. Because of the comeback that Alabama had mm-hmm. and all the career highs that they did, but SUNY Lee had two, two tens. Yeah, it's like okay, and it was our tied season high or season high. Mm-hmm. So we're also getting the lenient judges, like it's the same two judges for, for us everyone. as it is for them. We got two tens, and that's pretty rare. Uh, SUNY Lee also had her Auburn career best in the all around with three nine eight two five, and she won that, correct? And she won that, yes. Uh, so I mean. Everyone all over the the board played fantastic. Uh, Aria Brush, Sophia Groth, Groth, Groth. Pick one. Um, <laughs> I think it's Groth. I think it's Groth. Uh, Suni Lee, of course. Cassie Stevens, Darren Goborn, Olivia Hongsworth, Gabby McLaughlin. The whole team played really well, but just couldn't couldn't get it done over the. Crimson Tide gymnastics team. This week we play number nine LSU at home on Friday at seven thirty. Uh, like you said, what's her name? Dune. Done. Done. Boycott. Boycott the meet. Do not show up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, she's famous she's for playing. TikTok. I think she is. I've heard that she is because she's back. She played Friday. Okay. Well, I hope she has fun. Rumor around the office has. Has her playing. Uh, softball starts this week. Ranked 21 on the ESPN ranking. So looking like a good season. We had a pretty good season last year. Hoping to build on that. A lot of good freshmen getting older. Uh, last week, obviously, nothing happened. This week, season opener, the NFCA leadoff classic. That's in Clearwater, Florida. We have five games throughout the course of the weekend. It starts on Friday with a doubleheader. St. John's and Fordham. And then Saturday, another doubleheader. Pitt and Indiana, and then Sunday we close off the weekend with a match against Illinois, and so that that's fun. Softball's coming back to the plains. Yeah, I know we have starting. we've got two um, all SEC preseason players in mm-hmm. Maddie Penta and Bree Ellis. So mm-hmm. you know you got a pitcher and a it's home a, run hitter. Yeah, and a hitter. So it's good to have to have both. Um, no, that's interesting that there's like real teams at the the tournament this year because I know we went to it, it last year and it was like community colleges we were playing to start the season off. <laughs> but you know, you said Illinois and some other real teams, Fordham. That's not crazy good. I'm going to assume, but it's a real school. Yeah, I don't I don't know a whole lot about the college softball landscape, but yeah, some decent teams. Some recognizable teams. I think that's always a good thing when you can recognize the teams as a fan of other sports. Men's golf <laughs> fell off one rank. We are no longer ranked first. 
ranked second as of today, this morning when I checked, just behind Vandy. Mm. Uh, that is a tough pill to swallow. <laughs> currently at the Thomas Sharkey Individual Collegiate, we went into the round today at tied 19th in team. Uh, but it's a, it's more of an individual tournament, and so they're playing right now, bringing up the live rankings right now for where they are. Top of the board for Auburn is Ryan Eshelman. He is tied 12th uh, at a plus one. Going down, Austin Coggins tied 15th. Uh, big drop-off, Max Johnson tied 35, and Hal Dove tied 35 as well. And that does it for... The men's golf team today probably going to continue a little bit of a skid in the rankings, at least uh, probably not going to be in the number one spot anymore. But a busy week for them as they end today at the Thomas Sharkey Invitational, or uh, Individual Collegiate rather, and head to the MARI Invitational on Wednesday, and that gets through Friday, and that's in Hawaii. So it's a fun little travel day. Yeah, I saw some of like their... Their clothes that they got, they got like Hawaiian print, um, like golf polos that they're gonna wear. That's awesome. So that'll be That's fun nice. for them. That's really cool. Women's golf hasn't done anything yet this season. They have not competed. They're sitting at rank 19, and next they have the Nexus Collegiate, and that's February 13th to the 15th. So that'll be next week, kicking off. Well, I guess a week from now. Uh, men's tennis had two matches over the weekend. Record stands at five and two. They beat uh, Georgia Tech rather five to two, and then they beat College of Charleston six to one. Next week they have Old Dominion on Friday, and then or that's at Old Dominion on Friday, and then back home against Wisconsin on Sunday. And the women's tennis team, before we head to this PSA break, is five and one on this season after beating Texas Tech this weekend. Next week they have the ITA Indoor Championships, and that's Friday to Monday. Yeah, you know, it's cool that they're going to go and compete at the championships. I know they just got the invite for that. Like They just, like, clinched it. Yeah, week. last weekend. Yes. Uh, with, we talked about it last weekend. Anyways, you're listening to The Report Card on Weagle 91.1 FN. Stay tuned. And we back. So we got a little bored in the studio. saw these movie uh, trivia question cards and decided to ask one on air before we got to the Super Bowl. So I'm going to go first. My category is horror and sci-fi, and it's what 2011 film shows an ape assembling a puzzle of the Statue of Liberty? (laughs) Any guesses? Is it Planet of the Apes? Is it? It's Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Anyway, good one. Some trickery. I was going to guess Congo. (laughs) Congo is old. But um, I've got one. The, uh, The category is... Comedy slash cartoon. Interesting. This is sports related. Talking about golf here. What I know the answer. <laughs> what tournament does Danny oh. win in Caddyshack? No, I lied. I don't know. The I don't answer. know that. I never saw Caddyshack. No, I, I. Whenever I try to talk to you about Caddyshack, you get mad. I didn't think you had ever seen it. It's uh, the Caddy tournament. I should have known what that. Idiots. I could have guessed. What idiots we are. Uh, take. What prison movie did Tim Robbins and Morgan Freeman star in? That is The Shawshank Redemption. Yes. I do not think any of us would enjoy prison. Uh, no. Fun fact, I think that's my dad's favorite movie. <laughs> I thought it would be like, fun fact, uh, <laughs> my dad loved prison. Uh, no. Anyways, the Super Bowl. 
this week uh, after the Pro Bowl. I don't think anyone watched it. Any of you guys watched the Pro Bowl? Um, no. I no. saw Miles Garrett broke his toe playing like flag football. Yeah, that might have been a joke. I don't know. I, I saw Tyreek Hill got trucked by uh, Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey. Yeah. That was fun. That's um, a good fun one. I watched the longest drive competition. I uh, forget who won. But uh, was that good? No. <laughs> I I think the like the mini games are like cool for like the younger crowd, you know, getting the next generation to like football. It's the best we're gonna get. They're it not. Is they're the not gonna go play. They're never gonna play even close to like a Pro Bowl ever again. No, we're never gonna see like that Sean Taylor hit ever again. No, <laughs> that's such a shame. It is. They got to start bringing back more incentives in the Pro Bowl. The Pro Bowl used to. They got to be like, something. if you win, you get like. You get two mil a play or something like well, that. If you, That's a lot of money. If you win, they got to pile it into the Pro Bowl. If you win, then every single person in like the NFC or AFC should get like more cap space. That would be messed. That would up. be crazy. People like, would really be. I'd be like be, the general manager screaming at my players. Yeah. You gotta get out there and play. I'd be like, I can't help that the the NFC's won four years in a row. <laughs> their their cap space is like three million dollars more. They would be out there playing football. Yeah, <laughs> they would be hit sticking each other. Anyways, I hope they're out there playing football Sunday. Another awful segue. (laughs) Kansas City Chiefs versus Philadelphia Eagles. I don't like either team. A little secret. (laughs) Okay, I I have a new opinion. So, and I don't know, because the great debate right now is, is Alabama allowed to claim Jalen Hurts? You know, I think it's a little, I'm not going to get into it right now. But anyways... That got me thinking, and I realized that, and I saw another graphic about this later, the Eagles, to me, are, like, not even loaded with Alabama players. They just happen to have, like, Jalen Hurts and Devonta Smith on the team, you know? Yeah. And I found out that the Kansas City Chiefs do not have a single Alabama player on their roster, but have a Auburn player, at least one. So, I don't know. I might be cheering for the Chiefs. I think I am... As well, I'm a known Philadelphia sports hater, and I don't think I can put that to the side for this one. Um, so I will never, in, under any circumstance, root for the Chiefs in any game. So I'm I'm big Philly here. Um, I think the Chiefs will score zero points. Oh, I think Phil- zero I think points. Philly will score sixty. Um, it's a blowout. Yeah, I think Pat Mahomes is a bum. <laughs> And no. he probably won't play. He'll probably like he'll yeah. he'll tweak his ankle in the first quarter, and he'll he'll make bum backup come in. That kind of leads me to my next question that I wa- I wrote down. Uh, who would you rather have playing? Would you rather have Patrick Mahomes like he was injured in the AFC Championship game, or would you rather have Jalen Hurts full strength? I mean, I think I'll take anyone full strength over a hobbled player. I would probably take Jalen Hurts, but I don't know. I don't know. Patrick Mahomes bested, uh, what's his name? Joe Burrow. Yeah, but I'm a Joe Burrow denier. Listen, I'm looking at Patrick Mahomes right now, and I'm like, you ain't never going to win like Dak Prescott. Oh! <laughs> I don't know. He is the eighth wonder of the world right now. He's the best football player I think I've ever laid my eyes on. I don't know. I'm going to have to take a step out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like where this is going. <laughs> I don't know. Like, he's oh, – I really do think he's, like, probably, probably the best player in the league. I don't know. but when, He's at least the face of the league. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's not – I can't Now that Tom's that. gone. 
Oh, yeah. He's like 15, rest, 16 rest Curry. Peace, rest in peace, Tom Brady. <laughs> Ain't nothing happened to him. He's fine. But... <laughs> He's just retired. Yeah. Did y'all see that they're selling the sand from where he uh, retired at? That's people awesome. People have found where the background of the video was, and they're just putting sand in jars and selling it for like 700, 800 bucks. I saw that post, and they were selling it for like 600 something. And the fact that my first thought, I was like, oh, that's kind of a deal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I was sitting there like, dude, maybe we should like go to that beach. <sighs> I hope That's it becomes like funny. a football, like, you got to go to the, the College Football Hall of Fame, the Pro Football Hall of Fame in Canton. Oh, and the beach that Tom Brady <laughs> Tom retired Brady on. Retired. Yeah, it's like going to a, a Birmingham Barons game for Jordan. <laughs> yeah. But we kind of got off track. Super Bowl. Yeah, Super Bowl. Uh, who is your, like, key player that you think is going to really have a game? I think for me, it's the Chiefs running back Pacheco. Um, I hate, I really hate to say it, but it, the whole game is going to depend on how Patrick Mahomes plays. So I feel like if you're looking at anything, you're looking at him. I guess didn't Kelsey just get like arrested for something? What? Or Which is, one? Is that is that something I'm making up? Because they're both playing. It's the Kelsey Bowl. Yeah, it is the Kelsey Bowl. That's a fun story. I hope, I hope neither story. of them got arrested and I'm wrong. Yeah. someone got arrested. Also, I think Jason's wife is pregnant and is bringing, like, their nurse or whatever the term is. I can't remember. Oh, she's like, going to give like her OBGYN. the 50-yard line? Yeah, her, is that going to be, like... her OB, uh, OBGYN. Is that going to be a uh, a trend from now on? Because I know Van Jefferson, uh, he won... He was on the Rams last year. Mm-hmm. He's a Rams wide receiver. Um you know, he had One, more, he'd have yeah. run off the, the field because his wife was having a kid and had a kid the same day he won the Super Bowl last year. That's crazy. I think that's fun. <laughs> that's awesome. But anyways, I don't know. Um, I'm a, I, I, for my star player, or my key player, I'm going to go with Hassan Reddick on the Eagles defense. I like that pick. I think if he can generate pressure and Patrick Mahomes is out there, like having to run around like hobbled all the time like he did in the Super Bowl two years ago, mm-hmm. you know. I don't know. It could be tough. Yeah, because I think that's how they lost the Super Bowl two years ago. Is they forced them out of the pocket. They kept the pressure on. So he's, even that game and they lost, he still played. I would say exceptionally well. He was making crazy throws and people were just, just like dropping. Like that throw where he was horizontal. Like vertical, yeah. yeah. I hate to like compliment the Chiefs, Chiefs up and down. Yeah, I don't enjoy doing it, but when it's uh, Chiefs or a team from Philadelphia, I think I'm going to take the Chiefs. I think I think the Eagles. I think the Eagles might win. I would I would be more surprised if the Chiefs won. I think than if the Eagles won. I don't know. Well, I looked it up, and uh, the player that got arrested was Josh Sills. He's an offensive guard for Philadelphia. Yes, I saw and that. And it was one, like actually. of rape and kidnapping. Yeah, oh my! It was a yeah. Gosh. It was not not any like. Small allegations. Like he probably <laughs> will not play. He will not in the Super play. Bowl. Oh, if he does, there will be outrage. Yeah, I'd be outraged. Um, that's horrible. Yeah, yeah. I hate to say this, but does he start? No, um, I don't. Think no, he's he, he's saying in general. He's saying like, did he start? Did he? Um, oh, did I think he. he I, think I think he, he was did. kind of a rotational yeah, player. I think, I think he, that's how the Eagles do it. That's yeah. crazy. I that think it's just, is like, awful. Anywhere. That's horrible. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, anyways, uh, moving to the NBA, big news. Kyrie requested a trade and actually got traded. I didn't expect it to happen so fast. Yeah, that was, anyways. Uh, so Kyrie was traded to the Mavericks for, let's see if I can pull this up fast enough. 
I can't. Uh, Spencer Dinwiddie. Yeah, I'm trying to get the whole list. Spencer Dinwiddie. Or okay, so the Nets get Spencer Dinwiddie, Dorian Finney-Smith, a 2029 first round pick, which wow, that's really far in the future. 2027 and 2029 second round picks, and the Mavericks get Kyrie Irving and Markeith Morris. So, so what? So. I feel like maybe an idiot for asking this. So he had a year left on his contract, right? Kyrie? Yeah. No, I think this is it. Oh. I think this is like a one, like a rental. That's crazy. Yeah, that's a lot. If he really only had one year in his contract, that's they, goofy, they haven't like they resigned. That. They haven't like restructured. I don't know. Can they do that now? Can they restructure that contract now and be like two years at least? I don't know. I think he's like Kyrie in general is almost like an untouchable player in the the NBA right now. No, I would I, I don't I wouldn't have traded for him. But I don't know, maybe he'll fit in, in Texas with his beliefs and anyways. <laughs> yeah, he's a free agent this offseason, 2023. So, so he's this just going to leave? Yeah, I I, I got to believe though. There's no way. They're they're going to try to re- unless it goes horribly, which well, I, yeah. which there's a good chance it will. You have to try and re-sign him, but it's Kyrie Irving. Who knows what he's going to so, do? So what are y'all's for real thoughts on this, though? Let's talk ball. What are y'all's real thoughts on that? I don't know why they trade for him and give all this up when they could have just re-signed Jalen Brunson in the offseason for arguably cheaper. Yeah, I don't get why. I don't know how you're going to bring another ball-dominant guard in to play with Luka. Yeah, what, what what if they like moved his position? What if they're like you're playing? I don't know, you're playing small forward or something now. Who, Luca? Yeah, that would be goofy. I, I think, think Luca will I've, still run point and Kyrie will run too. That's crazy. I mean, I don't know. Like, I think that's what would work. I mean, I think that's their only option. I don't yeah. think you're taking you're not taking the ball away from, from yeah, Luca yeah. right no. now. No, yeah, especially not now. No, no. <laughs> Luke. Which I don't understand why they go out and get Kyrie. Go get him like shooters that yeah. have no problem spotting up on the perimeter. Mm-hmm. Like Luke is the truth. Yeah, but I don't know. What was the Stephen A. quote where he was like, "He's the best white boy I've seen since Larry Bird." Pretty much that. Yeah, it's pretty much what yeah, it is. Sounds I like think. you got the quote pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean that's true. He's the best. White yes. basketball player we've seen <laughs> yeah. since Larry Bird, not Steve Nash. No, I mean Steve Nash does have two MVPs. I think he was good. You know, yeah. I don't know. John Stockton was pretty good. John Stockton was pretty good. Bird was better than both of them. But we're I'm just saying. Sense. I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm just saying. But Steve Nash probably should not have won both those MVPs. They should have given one. You guys are saying Jokic is is worse than. Oh. Than Luca, I think Luca's ceiling is higher. But right now, Jokic is better. I think Jokic is the second best player in the NBA, behind Giannis. Yeah, that's a that's a stable take. I can I can get on board with that. Yeah, I don't think that one's too too crazy out there. Anything less left with Luca? No, I don't know. <laughs> I I guess like you could say that. Kyrie won with another ball-dominant player way back in the day in LeBron. But LeBron is like a pass-first, like, I don't know. He's different. Mm-hmm. No, I see what you're saying, Zach. I agree. But it's different. <laughs> and that's why they're going to move him to small yeah. forward. <laughs> it probably won't work out, but who cares? Uh, yeah. I don't yeah. like the Mavericks. I think it's a, I don't know, a move that makes sense from a – Front office standpoint and getting another star, especially when oh. the West is so loaded. 
But when you look at who the star is and how they'll play together, I just don't think it's going to work. Yeah, the, I feel like the Nets did what they could. I mean, they probably should not have done all of this, you know, but I feel like that trade, they were like, all right. Yeah. We I think them. this could go down for like an all-time like bad trade for Dallas. Yeah. Very easily, I feel. Yeah, they don't have a great track history with those with uh, Kristoff. It's just funny. The they didn't. They didn't too. have a lot of supporting cast, anyways, and they traded away like the supporting cast. Yeah, yeah. And we were like, let's cross our fingers <laughs> that he gets <laughs> Randy buckets. Maybe, yeah, yeah, maybe maybe Luca will get sixty a game and Kyrie will get like forty. That's, oh, that's the only way they'll win. <laughs> anyways, we're gonna head to a quick two minute PSA break. You're listening to the report card on Weagle ninety one point one FM. When we get back, we're talking LeBron. Goody, and we back. Uh, another quick movie question real quick because we're bored yet again, and I don't think we're going to have enough time to fill up the last 15-minute block without asking one of these. So I'll go first again. Comedy slash cartoon. Who's the voice of the donkey in Shrek? It's, it's uh, Chris Rock. No. Steve Martin. It's Eddie no, Murphy. it's Eddie Murphy. <laughs> Tate, you go next. We are not funny. <laughs> <laughs> um... Cards on the table. I looked up Zoolander trivia questions. <laughs> um, okay, we'll get some. We'll get some historical knowledge here. In an action adventure movie, in the movie The Hunt for Red October, what is being hunted? <laughs> Red October. I is hate it, that guy, dude. Um, I don't know. I never see the flick. Uh, yeah, same. Is it a fox? They're red. It's a Russian submarine. Is it the easy shoes? I hate those. Yeah, that was a childhood trauma of mine. My dad used to always play that movie. He loved it. Scared me. Interesting. LeBron. Oh, you go next. I still still have. (laughs) You go next. Yeah, so mine is also drama slash musical category. Uh, What John Wayne classic was remade by the Coen brothers in 2010? The Backstreet Boys. No. 22 Jump Street. You're right, actually. What? No. no. It was True Grit. I don't, uh, yeah, I don't know a single John Wayne movie. Really showing how uncultured I am good, in this the bad, one. The bad and the ugly. <laughs> uh, LeBron. Now we get to LeBron. He's 36 away from the record. Next game is OKC tomorrow. Y'all think he's hitting it? No. No. I think people are paid a lot of money for these tickets. Yeah. And they're about Yeah, to that might not pay off. Yeah, what's the most amount of money y'all would spend? If y'all had, like, you know, enough to yeah. spend. I would not go to this one. I'd just go to the next one, and I'd be like, he better not. Okay, what if you can't go to the next one? What if it has to be this one? How much are you spending? Like $45. <laughs> in, this, in this completely hypothetical scenario, yeah. um, Money is no object. I got like money is I got, not like I got, a crazy. Like, you're, bucks. you're not like, going to spend like uh, ninety thousand on it like some people are, but like you know, make it reasonable. What's my yearly income? I don't know, like fifty k. Fifty k. Okay. <laughs> okay. So if fifty k is my yearly income, I thought money wasn't an issue. Yeah, money's no option, but you're getting like fifty k a year. Yeah, y'all save it really well. <laughs> oh, if I save it, okay, so I save it really well. And oh. it's in L.A., right? It's Is it? Or is it in okay, see. Because that would change it for me. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Yeah. I think it's in L.A. 
Yeah, I, it's an outlet. Yeah, ain't no way anyone's going to pay for $93,000 to sit in Chesapeake Arena. That's why I was so confused the first time I saw the reports for 90000 I was like, they're really going to spend that much to go to Oklahoma City? You know, Chesapeake Arena, it's actually. It's not even Chesapeake like, anymore. Either. Oh, it's, okay. it's the Paycom Center. Well, you know the yeah. Paycom Center? Well, I guess back in the day, the Chesapeake, you know, whatever y'all call it. Yeah. Whatever it was back in the day, like when y'all were when y'all were up next, really, with Westbrook and all that, it was supposed to be like the loudest mm-hmm. stadium, which is crazy. Pe- people turn up in there. But, um, no, I'd pay, like, I don't know, 150 you know. We'd go see the, you know, I guess objectively now, on on paper, the best basketball player, at least the best scorer in his career. Yeah, and uh, I'm going to say these numbers. So he's 36 points away, or 35 away from tying it. He's done it in 150 less games, uh, in 3,000 less minutes. He's done it shooting uh, 500 less shots, too. So he's been a lot more efficient with the way he's done it. Mm-hmm. Uh, LeBron over Kareem. Obviously, those are the two that I'm talking about. Yeah, but how many sky hooks did he hit? Oh. Probably like two. How many Mickey Mouse rings? Does <laughs> he's got Kareem one. Have? Um, Kareem? None. Zero. None of them. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you had those. Yeah, I just found it. You should it. use those more often. Um, <laughs> what were we talking about, LeBron? <laughs> um, yeah, I. Uh, he averages, what, 30 points a night? So he'd have to go above his nightly average if he was to break it. Um, Lou Dort has been resting off of an injury. The, the Thunder's probably best defensive player. So he'd probably be on LeBron the whole game if he comes back. I think if Dort comes back... He does not break it. I think if Dort does not play, he'll probably get more than 36. I don't think he hits it at all because in the past five games, he's only scored more than 28 points once, and that was his 40-point outing versus the Celtics. Oh, the bum? Yeah, so. We got to <laughs> stop. We can't keep doing this. Oh, Wait, man. I want to look up what tickets are right now. Um, like, if I'm trying to buy a ticket. I wonder if it's gone down. It, I mean, I would think it would if it, he's not going to hit it. Yeah, look at to us. Look at uh, the Milwaukee Bucks one, too, because I think that's a lot more recent. If that he, one's on Thursday. When he breaks it against, or if he breaks it against the Bucks, that would be a lot more symbolic. Yeah, that'd and be I pretty think poetic. everyone knows it. No, yeah, it, no be, one cares about the Thunder. <laughs> yeah, it'd be really saying, poetic. I hope he does it with a, with a skyhook, yeah. too. I mean, I think it'd be fun. On the if, Lakers, too? That'd be wild. It'd be disrespectful if he did it with the skyhook. What if I think it has to be like a last-second shot and Giannis blocks it? Okay, the cheapest ticket's $132 right now. Dude, let's go. <laughs> yeah, I, that was in my budget. I said one. one <laughs> that's that's wild. Wasn't like the average price like 92000 I thought that was the highest. That they oh, okay. It had to have been highest. There's a bunch for like 130 like a lot of seats for 130 um, how 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 like full is the arena? There's seats um, everywhere. Like on, I th- assume it's sold out, but it's all secondhand tickets right yeah. now. But there is okay. some people are gonna lose money. They were trying to scalp these tickets. Yeah, they're about to like bankrupt themselves. Well, it's gonna be the last time they're ever able to do it because isn't like the government trying to do something about that? I what? Know. I need the government off my sporting tickets. I need the government busy popping those balloons right now. <laughs> they did that. They popped one at least. Yeah. <laughs> yeah That's the did. biggest sport that I've been following this week is the balloons. <laughs> that and marble racing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, battle bots. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, that, marble racing, battle bots are my top three. 
Anyways, in some pickums before we end. Uh, Auburn at Texas A&M men's basketball. Who y'all got? Got to be us. Has by how much? Us. Who and how much? Us by a cool seven. But you're not really nervous at the end. You're like, yeah, we won. I like that. Colin? Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if we win this one. Real talk. I think Texas A&M is a team that's giving us a lot of trouble, mm-hmm. and we're going into their home court, which is it. It is the worst attended um, stadium in all the SEC. They have a real issue getting fans in Texas A&M. So that's crazy. It won't be like a crazy road environment, I assume. But this is just a team that's had our number in the past year. I think it'll be a tough. I think it'll be a close game. Probably be like within three or four. Yeah, us by like twenty. Okay. <laughs> no, it I'm has just kidding. to be us. This is a huge. I'm going to take us by like three. It'll be close for sure. It'll come down to the wire. And then Auburn versus Alabama this weekend. Who and how much? Colin. It's here, right? It's here. Weekend? Yeah, uh, it's here. Um, Outlive cancer game, too. Yeah. I'm going to pick Auburn here because I can't pick against us for both games. But Cool. Yeah, cool. Um, yeah, I've got us by like, I don't know, two. How much did that guy say we were going to lose by? Who was that? Javon Quinterly? He said we were lose by 30. All right, so us by 30. <laughs> yeah. Again, for another time this week. We're winning yeah. both games by 30. But seriously, I don't know. This one I think might be tougher than the A&M game. I think they're both very difficult. That's going to be a showdown. Yeah, both of them are going to be all-out brawls. We're going to have to be playing basketball. Yeah, and then finally our Super Bowl pick, Chiefs versus Eagles. We kind of went over this a little bit before, but who and how much? Um, I've got the Eagles by ten. Okay. By three. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? What do you think like a reasonable score is going to be? Like how many? I points? think it'll be a high scoring game. Yeah, I'm going like any any game with Mahomes is just automatically high scoring. I'm going to go forty-one to forty-five, uh, Chiefs. I'm gonna go. I'm going to go 35-27, but it's not that good of a game. <laughs> Dude, I hope it's and a I really good game. I think the Eagles game. are my, probably going to win. Eagles are my pick, as much as it pains me. I guess. I don't really care too much. All right, well, that'll do us this week. Thank you guys for joining me today. Uh, that'll do it this week on The Report Card. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to The Report Card on WEGL 91.1. Tune in again next Monday at 11 a.m. for more Auburn sports. And for even more Auburn content, check out WEGLFM.com for our 24-hour live stream. See you next time on The Report Card.